0: Where was I even Saturday? I don't even know. Oh, I know where I was. I'm playing garlic. Oh, nice.
1: It's not a bad thing to be doing. It's Saturday. It's Saturday. 28 and a half point favorites. This weekend. Oh,
0: yeah, Over Virginia. <laughs> Did I, can we? Let's go ahead and get started. Again. All right, Come yeah. Okay. Let's do it. Hello and welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Role Players Podcast, uh, not a podcast on role-playing games. We are a podcast <laughs> on sports, specifically college football and then some college basketball and, and any other various sundry items that we might uh, uh decide to discuss I am Art Mosley. He is Daniel Allen our opinions don't matter. You should listen to us anyway. We or? are back after a long hiatus, man. What Lengthy hiatus. Yeah, I've kind of been uh here and there and everywhere, man.
1: Basketball has uh has taken priority
0: over. Over everything. Yeah. Over this podcast especially. That's alright. And then um then like life. And really? I have I have like seventeen other hobbies I do that's not probably <laughs> probably gonna shorten my life, but uh <laughs> Uh, that's
1: alright, we're here now,
0: that's what matters. Everybody's well, and nobody's sick anymore, right? No, right. nobody's sick. Nobody's sick in your house, nobody's sick in my house. Right.
1: For for at least a four or five day period, yes. I think we're
0: in the clear. Yes. Yeah, so it's a great time for us to record and get back at it. But great week to drop back in, because mm-hmm. it's a College Football Conference Championship, championship Week. Championship Week. I mean, and we've got a slate of barn burners when you look at... Uh, the MAC Championship with uh, Miami and Central Michigan, and then you've got uh, Cincinnati and Memphis, and then you've got uh, Virginia and Clemson, and and you know the game everybody's been waiting for, Ohio State and Wisconsin. Yeah. You know, and 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 tomorrow, uh, Friday night, or, or as you listen, probably today, uh, you've got Utah and Oregon at eight o'clock mm-hmm. on ABC, So, uh, do we miss anything?
1: I- Louisiana App State question for you: Is App State the best college football team in North Carolina, in the state of North no, Carolina? No, no. Better.
0: Uh, uh, North Carolina is the best. The best team. Huh. And and I'll tell you why because Matt Brown uh, took somebody's uh, chicken poop and made chicken salad and they okay. got to a bowl this year. So I bet App State would beat them. Mm, well, they won't get the chance. Maybe in a bowl game. Ah, that would be. Ah, North Carolina is not going to accept that game. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Oh, no, no, no. no, They're not going to accept that game.
1: Yeah, so since we last recorded, I don't think anything shocking has happened. I think you need to take a moment to uh, congratulate yourself and and brag on yourself for your preseason pick on the Iron Bowl.
0: I'm going to go ahead and brag on two, uh, two of my picks this okay. preseason, okay? Number one, I did say that Auburn would beat Alabama in the Iron Bowl, mm-hmm. right? Bar none, I, I said that. Um, and that, so I, that came as no surprise to me. Well, many Alabama fans are very surprised. I'm sure Paul Feinbaum is is out of his mind and yeah. everybody else in Alabama. Um, but if they just listened to me, they would know. I'm, I'm going to pat myself on the back. The second thing I said was that Virginia would be in the ACC title game. And guess who Clemson is playing this week? Virginia. And this will mark every team. There's no team in the Coastal Conference that's going to the title game uh, more than once. So uh-huh. that was the rationale for that pick. Okay. So uh, it was Virginia's time. And they looked like they were going to snatch uh, victory out of the jaws of defeat. But they somehow managed uh, to get back to, fight uh, to get to the ACC title game, and uh, they will be the the uh, appetizer snack. I, I mean opponent for Clemson.
1: Hmm. And and so let's rewind and look at how many of your preseason playoff teams are
0: still alive. Do you remember who you picked? Of course not. Okay. I I I, I, knew, I do know I picked Oklahoma. Okay. Alright, I, I picked Georgia. And Clemson. And Clemson, and I did not have Louisiana State. Did you uh, pick BAM? I'm pretty sure I picked Alabama. Okay. That would have been a safe pick. Okay. And then I had uh, Georgia losing to Oklahoma, and um, J- Jalen Hurts again, yeah, that's yeah. what, I, that's what okay. I had. I did gotcha. not have Ohio State. Yeah.
1: Well... My, Alabama let me down, so my chances of having all four are, are gone. But I feel very strongly that I'll hit seventy-five percent. of or Ohio State, Clemson, and nope, never mind. I'm gonna hit fifty percent unless Georgia can win. Because I had Bama, Georgia, Ohio State, and Clemson. Yeah. Ah, eh, two out of four. We both got
0: fifty percent. Right between like the two of I us. Have. I mean, look at this.
1: Look at the ticket prices for championship games. This is why I hate or I'm jealous of all these other teams. Utah-Oregon, $26. Big 12 championship game, also $26, I believe. Our screen has gone black. So I'll hold you in suspense here. The next game, I don't even know if they have ticket prices for that. That's App State. That doesn't count. Oh, okay, so Oklahoma-Baylor, $45. Mm, what's next? Cincinnati-Memphis, $27. Uh, Clemson, Virginia, 47. Ohio State, Wisconsin, 40. George LSU, 189. Cheapest ticket. (laughs) Oh,
0: my gosh. (laughs) Just to stand up in Uh, Mercedes-Benz Stadium.
1: I'm I'm still on the fence about whether or not I'm going to buy tickets and actually go. Wow. Megan and I are waffling back and forth. Should we? Shouldn't we? Should we? Do we want to pay $500 to go? And it would be in the upper deck. And I typically do not go to sit in the upper deck at games because to me it's just not worth it. But do we want to go pay $500, drive to Atlanta, sit in the upper deck, and then potentially watch us get embarrassed and then have to leave there? Wait,
0: I don't right. know. You're, you're talking like Atlanta's like five hours away, man. To it's me it right is. just right down the street. I can't stand going in oh there when, my it's, gosh. when it's busy. Uh-uh. I'm trying to figure out when is it not busy in Atlanta. I don't know, 4 a.m.? <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God! So anyways,
1: that's still up in the air. We still haven't decided 100%, but, you know.
0: Would you be willing to uh, give us kind of a, if you go, like, uh... No, I was going to ask you, you, like, to record some voice memos of how you really feel in the moment so we can replay them on air uh, Uh, next week.
1: I think in the moment I'm not going to be thinking about voice memos. (laughs) Okay. More than likely, <laughs> that would not be said, touchdown. Yeah, hold on, hold on. I'm feeling pretty excited right now. Or you know, something bad happens and I'm in anguish. I'm not gonna. I mean, that's this. that's
0: really what I want. The anguish.
1: You could, uh, you know, I could set a phone down and the, you know, like tape it to the seat in front of me or somehow live stream it, and then you could just look at that. But
0: nah, nah, no. Nah. Nah. We'll just if you decide to go, if we go, we'll do an interview, and I'll interview you next week. How about that? Okay. As a, as a, I mean,
1: right now it's probably thirty percent chance we go, so it's not, it's not super high. I would need to get something in the lower level for three hundred a piece or less, which probably isn't, probably isn't happening. Wow. The
0: cheapest I've seen is like four hundred. The rumor I heard today was that LSU fans are dumping their tickets because they are. They can, they feel even if they lose this game, they're still in. Right.
1: Yeah, because they are. I mean, ninety nine percent.
0: Well. So they're not. Unless they get bludgeoned by, you know, forty nine to three.
1: Yeah. Well, uh, I mean, they still might get in. But but um, the thing about LSU fans in general is they're not. They're they're rabid at home, but they don't travel all that well compared to some schools in the SEC. And they also are not the most fluent, So it's, it's, they're, they're, a lot of people selling their tickets, yeah. And so, but, I mean, if you were going to be in the playoff, if Georgia was for sure going to be in the playoff, basically, win or lose, I would be buying playoff
0: tickets instead of this. So I don't blame them. No, oh, okay. But. I mean, it's, it doesn't, I mean, affluent or not, that kind of adds up if you've got a, if you got to come to Atlanta from Baton Rouge, mm-hmm. and then you have or to. Or Homa, or Pierre Park, <laughs> <laughs> But yeah. Or Lafitte. Yeah. Um, so it's. uh, I can understand that. And you're talking about potentially, you know, uh, so you got three tickets to buy. Potentially, yeah. Um, so
1: of the three, I think this is probably.
0: The lowest limit total. Right. You go to that first playoff game, you know, maybe that's the priority, right? Yeah, I think so. And then, you you know, sell a kidney to go to the. uh, Yeah. I mean, if Georgia
1: gets to the national championship game, we'll go. But at this point,
0: probably not going to happen. If Georgia gets to the national title game, you will go. Yeah. Correct. You will go to the national title game. I guess it's not a stretch. No. I mean, right now, the tickets are as low as $956. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So.
1: Well, last time, they got down to... I'm trying to think what we got, because my dad, um, my brother-in-law, my dad was going to buy me and my brother-in-law tickets, and he said, I'll pay half. Y'all pay the other half. And I think he ended up buying two for 2200 Hmm. I didn't go. Um, <laughs> I don't know for what reason I had said, no, nah, don't worry. I think I didn't want him to pay that. Yeah. My brother-in-law yeah. took him up on the offer. And so my brother-in-law got my dad. My dad paid half of his, and then my brother-in-law, I wasn't even going, which is funny because the whole reason he offered it was so that I could go. And then my brother, he was just extending well, it I, to I, him I, too. I, I think your brother-in-law
0: is a pretty smart fellow. Yeah, That's yeah. what I think. I th- I think well, my you... brother-in-law
1: is the one that had to come home. After that crushing loss and walked through a sea of Alabama fans. So, who was the smarter one? And, and also spent, you know, $800. So, who was the smarter
0: one? Well, financially speaking, you know, it's a sunk cost. <laughs> I was point, sitting there right? the whole it's... game
1: think, thinking, why did I not go? Why did I not go? And then after second 26, I was like, thank goodness I didn't go.
0: <laughs> this is why you didn't oh, go. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Uh, are we sleep. We so we 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 certainly made light of the other conference championship games, and I, I made light of of the fact that I didn't know what else is going on. But we do know the big game at four o'clock: uh, Georgia and LSU here in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll get to that in just a second. Uh, does Virginia have any chance against Clemson? No. Is anybody even watching that game? No. Uh, besides Dabo, and, and is Dabo gonna complain that nobody watches?
1: He's gonna complain about something. His this little act he's got going, the shtick that was at first when he would say it from time to time about no respect and old Roy Bus and all that stuff, and you're like, "Hey, that's funny, Dabo. He's such a goofy guy." And now it's just getting so annoying. Yeah, just like no one is wanting Alabama out of the playoff, okay? Or I mean, Clemson out of the playoff. You got in when you lost what? The Syracuse two years ago, and Pittsburgh, and you're not, no one wants you out. Look at the three schedules, which one has beaten all these, you know, top 25 teams. It's not Clemson, and it's not your fault. But no one, I don't like it when people manufacture this, oh, everybody's doubting us and hating on us, and it's us against the world. It's like, you no, know, you, dude.
0: You know what, I've heard that being called. What? Fake
1: juice. Fake juice. Yes, it is fake juice. <laughs> I hate Absolutely that term. I hate that term. And then he invoked Georgia's name for some reason. I have no idea why. He was like, well, if Georgia lost to this team, we lost, we'd gone to 20. Like, dude, we went to 10. And the difference is Georgia has three top 25 wins, including two over the top 12 in the last month. So, just has, shut up. Has... And Georgia's still behind you, Clemson. He's just, he's, he's turned into a baby. And it's just, at least... I'm not the only one taking notice. You know, people all over the place, different analysts and things are like, damn, what are you talking about? Yeah, just shut up. Hey, just Even try. Chris Fowler was talking about it on his, he was just talking about, damn, well, no one's doubting you, you are you
0: know. He's trying up. to stay relevant. He's trying to stay relevant. I think he is. It's, and he's it's doing some politicking and it's not coming off well. It, it, because really, nobody cares. Just no. it, All you have to do is win, right? right? Winning shuts everybody up. Right, it doesn't matter. And so he, that game won't yeah. be close. Um, we're not even we're not even calling scores for that. No, right? we don't need to. I think the
1: only ones worth even mentioning are Pac 12, Big 12,
0: SEC. You know, it's it's funny. Uh, one of my freshman basketball players are like, Coach, uh, who you got in uh, who who you got? Oregon or Utah? And I was like, they play football in the Pac? I was like, is that a you, I said, "Are you talking about basketball?" Like, yeah, no, football. I was like, "Is that two-hand touch?" Is it? I'm, you know, with all due respect, and with no due respect, mm-hmm. really, I really, I could not care less about the Pac-12. That's. Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: I enjoy watching the Pac-12 football. It's usually entertaining, and they're and they're probably of all the elite power five conferences. I think that one has the most parody. And everyone is the closest together in terms of where they're at. Like, I don't think there's a huge gap between the top three and the bottom three compared to most of the other conferences. So it's entertaining. You got Mike Leach. That, that's good for something, right?
0: Yeah, but he's not. his team's not playing in this I, game. I know. I mean...
1: I know. I, I, I just want Utah to beat Oregon because I want them to get in, And if assuming Georgia loses. And I don't want Oklahoma to sneak in. I don't want anybody of these other teams to sneak in. I just want it to be those four, Ohio State, or I actually I think LSU is going to jump to number one after this weekend, which would give them Utah, which would essentially be a buy I think. And then <laughs> let Clemson and Ohio State duke it out, and then oh LSU plays the winner of that.
0: Oh, so so much going on here. So you don't think there's any way Oklahoma jumps Utah? No. If 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 in the scenario that Georgia loses. Utah wins, and Oklahoma wins. You think the committee goes right to Utah? I
1: mean, if Oklahoma wins fifty-six to seven, and Utah wins seventeen to fourteen, and doesn't look great, right, then maybe. But I think Utah will get in ahead of Oklahoma. Okay. And especially because the Pac-12 when was the last team they got in, Washington. It's not like, you know, they haven't had representation Are in a we playing the sympathy
0: card here? We want the best teams. I'm just saying. Uh, Oklahoma had one bad night. So okay. if Baylor
1: wins over Oklahoma, do they get in? Because then they've beaten every team they've played because they would avenge their loss to Oklahoma. Do they jump Utah?
0: Hmm. No. Yeah. No. I don't think so either. I think a lot of that, this is sad, but I think you go with that name recognition, you're like, Baylor, what? Don't, didn't, didn't that whole program just get in trouble for something? Yes. Yeah. I think that's what everybody associates mm-hmm. that with. And shame on everybody, including me, for associating Baylor with that, because I think they've turned over a new leaf. Yeah. Or browse in there anymore. But that's that's I think that's what we think. Mm-hmm. Um I just don't think they get the benefit of the doubt like Oklahoma gets. Yeah. Yeah, or, I agree. Or Alabama for that matter. It's so refreshing to be talking
1: about this without having to worry about them sneaking in, isn't it?
0: I mean, I mean, to me it is. Isn't there a chance that if everybody gets, like, um, if everybody gets, um, I'm trying to think of there's something. There's no that chance would, that they get in no because chance. there's 11
1: teams ahead of them and only, what, only seven of them are playing this weekend. Something like that. Maybe even like five. So teams ahead of them aren't playing. So there's no way they could get in, right?
0: <laughs> I just want to... You wanna, can't jump someone no, when you're both off. No. no. <laughs> you know? Well, Bama I guess they, should. they they can they they should, right? That's what they do. Well, they
1: could go back and the committee Nullify could review the the that. game the Iron Bowl and realize that it was actually a tie and so Bama would have one loss and one tie. We'll, we'll <laughs> get into that later.
0: But so let's 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 talk about Georgia LSU. Okay. okay. The big one. All right. And I, I I always thought, you know, Les Miles was fun. I'm, I'm sorry, guys. Les Miles was fun, but mm-hmm. but I think Coach O, Coach O, Coach O, Go Tiger, is much is much more lovable. And yeah, maybe yeah. it's like every LSU <coughs> coach except for Nick Saban has kind of been, in my recent memories, kind of been like, yeah, hey, guy's all right. Yeah. Kind of fun. Eat some gumbo, you know. Yeah. Take your shirt off on a Hummer commercial. Mm-hmm. I mean, what do you? What do you uh, Joe Burrow. Has thrown for 4,366 yards. That's a lot. That is a lot of yards. 44 touchdowns. I mean, and what's his completion percentage? 78%. So yeah, that's a record. He's uh, he's he's doing something. That's he, an NCAA record. He can, uh, what are they, as they would say, he can spin it. <laughs> he can spin it. Oh. He, uh, Joe has not passed for less than 300 yards since uh, the Florida game. And a game that he was uh, completed 87% of his passes. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh,
1: look at all these longs, the long completions. 61, 65, 64,
0: 39, 54, 60, 45, 61, 50, 78. And they're explosive. They're extremely explosive. And uh, a defense may be uh, not as shut down as they had been before. But I think... Oh, not, yeah, not even close. But, but they're still half-talent all over the... And they've got a couple of the best uh, DBs in, in the SEC and maybe in the country, the mm-hmm. best young DBs. Um, you know, they've... Uh, in big games, though, let's... And, and when I talk about big games, you talk about Florida, Auburn, and Alabama. Uh, you know, they beat Auburn by three. Mm-hmm. Uh, beat Alabama in a while and I know that that score might be misleading cuz there was a lot it was like a video game but beat yeah. you know beat Alabama by 5 and then you beat Florida by two touchdowns a Florida team that we didn't think was very good and then you know also Texas you only beat them by a touchdown mm-hmm. i say only um you're going to have to outscore LSU i guess that's what it's getting what i'm going down to you're not going to i don't know if, think so i don't know if And I hear all this talk about Georgia's defense this and Georgia's defense that. Um, But Georgia's defense is not going to hold Joe Burrow. And I'll go on record and say this. They're not going to hold Joe Burrow to under 200 yards passing. No. No, I don't think anybody expects that. Uh, But what they must hope for is is to hold them for less than two touchdowns passing. I think I mean I think you could even give up three or four
1: touchdowns. What Ooh. you can't have is have Burrow having three and edwards Helair getting two touchdowns on the ground, and and he can't go over a hundred in addition to whatever Burrow does to me because he's averaging something like 160 yards from scrimmage this year, and he is he is lethal. So George's run defense has been the strength this year. It's, it hasn't been the pass defense. But the thing is, LSU's not run first, they're pass first, and that opens up the run. So it's it's tough, it's tricky, it's it's a heck of a challenge, man. The the you're right, you, you would think I think the magic number for Georgia to win is 34 points. I think if they get 34, Georgia will win. But getting to 34 points for this offense without Lawrence Cager, without Pickens for a half. Swift's banged up, Shake From. I don't even know what he's doing these days or what's going on in his head or if he'll even show up to the game or if he'll get lost or if he'll go hunting instead. Like I just don't know. <laughs> that dude has been abysmal. Dude, our four four games in a row below fifty percent completion. And it's not like he's been playing I mean he's played decent defenses, but Georgia hey, Tech, no.
0: Look, for the third time this season you guys went over fifty points last week. Against yeah. Georgia Spick. I mean Georgia Tick. Yeah. That's not that that's not really something
1: to celebrate against them. That's not, hey, we're back on track offensively. No. Go go back to LSU. I wanna tell you I wanna show you one thing that gives me a little more hope for the offense. Okay. Let's look at them their defense at home. Three points, fourteen points, six points. 28 points, 20 points, 20 points, 7 points. On the road, their defense, 38, 38, 13, 41, 37. Mm. So mm. when they haven't been at home, their defense has given up 30 points. Most of their average is 30-something points a game that they've given up. So that's one thing. I don't know if it's just coincidence, but, I mean, uh, and we're talking about Old Miss and Vandy that have been scoring 38 Thirty points on them, so that's one thing that makes you think. Well, maybe there's something there. Maybe Georgia can exploit them. But I mean, you don't want to get in a shootout with them. You're they not going to win with a shoot in a shootout against that
0: offense. No, you're not.
1: And at the same time, I was saying the same stuff last year against Alabama. You can't, you can't outscore Alabama. And how are we going to slow down Tua? Because this is the best offense that the country's ever seen. The only difference is last year you had Riley Ridley and Mecole and Terry Godwin and Isaac Nauta an offense that was scoring points regularly. Right. Not an offense that cracks champagne when you get a first down. Right. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So it's... There's a path to victory, but it doesn't involve three and out, three and out punt. Let's stop them, let's stop them. Because I think the D will do well for the first half and for a while, maybe through three quarters... But if the offense is going three and out and giving the ball right back to them, they're going to wear down like they did against Auburn, like they did against Texas A&M. They're just, they can't keep it up. You can't ask that much out of them. So I don't know if it's a defensive touchdown or a special teams touchdown or something is going to have to go their way in a couple turnovers because in short fields because I don't see Jake Fromm and this motley crew of receivers going 80 yards very often. You know? Maybe they will. Stranger things have happened. I know they have. And it wouldn't shock me. And I think the defense is bad. I know a lot of people are praising the defense now, but I still think a lot of people don't because there's not a... Um, like, you don't have a Roquan. You don't have a superstar or even anybody that's really well-known that people don't really know. I, I just still think it's kind of underestimated because it's a... I mean, it's, it's nasty. But we haven't faced... An LSU or an Alabama or an Ohio State or a Clemson offense, you know. So it's it's tough to say. I mean Auburn Auburn went into LSU and held them to twenty three points, and there's nothing to, to to say. And our secondary is better than Auburn's. I think that could have just been one bad game, but there's no reason for me to think holding them to thirty one
0: points is outlandish. Yeah, but you guys don't also you also don't have Bo Nix. What do you mean? I mean Bo Nick's a second coming of
1: Oh yeah. Well if we had him this wouldn't even be this game <laughs> wouldn't even be in question. It would just be just give it to me. I him. mean, if you're an Auburn fan, isn't that what you think? Yeah.
0: What do you think? What's your take on it? My take is that Georgia, you, you mentioned something. they've got to turn L S U over. Uh I I think the magic number is three turnovers, whether it's uh two fumbles and an interception or three interceptions or I think you gotta have three turnovers, and I think one of those has to be converted into a score, and or like you mentioned, special teams. Uh, you gotta you gotta uh, pick up a cheap touch. I say cheap touchdown, uh, a secondary touchdown, yeah, right away away from the offense here. Mm-hmm. I just don't believe Georgia can score, outscore LSU, um, and I think that whatever Kool Aid that. Uh, that Coach O is, is feeding LSU. Mm-hmm. They're believing all of it, and they're pretty darn good. Um, I don't expect Georgia to back down. I, I like your stat about LSU away uh, from Death Valley, which I've always thought was kind of not necessarily a tough place to play, even though I've never played there. Mm-hmm. But just kind of, I think there's a lot of hype around that and not a lot of fact. Um, I think LSU wins this game, but it's only by a touchdown. It's. Mm. Uh, it's 35-28, it man. I, I just think that's uh-huh. that's what it is. What, um, how much do you think this will
1: affect it, if any, the fact that Georgia has to win this game and LSU is being told and probably believes, even if they lose, they're still in. How much do you do you think motivation will will play a role, or is it just when you step out there? That stuff goes out the window because i see it both ways when you step out on the field that doesn't really matter but at the same time we've seen so many instances where teams like texas and georgia last year and alabama gets utah and oklahoma in years past when they weren't fully you know maybe not 100 percent
0: focused that it does affect you how much do you think that could play a role uh i think coach for coaches i don't think it plays a whole lot i think Orgeron is going in this game wanting to Oh, I Georgia. mean players. But, that's what I'm saying. Um, I also think that Joe Burrow knows this is his only chance to get an SEC title. Mm-hmm. And I think um, uh, I think they're going to beat Georgia. And I think they want to beat Georgia. And I don't think I think a lot of that might be more media hype than that's, player hype. Yeah, that's kind of what know? I'm
1: thinking. Is that something that people always, I think, like, come up with these elaborate Take go deeper than they need to, and in saying you know, in the psychology aspect, when bottom line is you got to go out and block and tackle, and all that stuff. So you can look and say, well, let's look at this and this perspective, and they're riding off this, and it's it's a lot simpler than that. Yeah, I think I think that it's probably if I have to give it a score, I would say LSU thirty one, Georgia maybe twenty. Um, but again, like I if if Georgia, I think 31 is like probably about where LSU will be. 31, 35. If things all go Georgia's way and they won, I think they could, like I said, 34 is the magic number. If Georgia gets to 34, I think they'll win because I don't think LSU is going to get above 31. But I don't see Georgia getting there. I just don't. I don't. I don't, I don't believe in Jake Fromm, and I don't believe in. Our passing game right now. Mm. So I just, there's nothing, there's no reason for me to think that a switch is going to flip this weekend. I, it's not about defense. I trust them to do, you know, all you could ask, but the offense just isn't, hasn't carried the load all year. And they're, I don't think they're going to snap out of it this weekend. Love to be wrong.
0: Let's move on. All right. The talk is done. By the time you listen to this, it'll be twenty four hours away from kickoff, and the talking will will really be done. And um, and for the dog's sake, I wish you you the best of luck. But um, I've got no dog in the fight. My team lost to Duke last week, so I Mm -hmm. I can't I can't say a whole lot here. Um, Can we talk about the uh, something non sports related? Yeah. Yesterday I was running a couple of errands at lunchtime, and and. Stumbled upon Popeyes in Canton, which I thought, oh, oh at, yeah, one, at one at one forty five, this will be the perfect time to go into Popeyes. I won't have to wait for anything. Uh huh. False. I didn't have to wait for the chicken sandwich. I had to wait for the dinner that I bought my family oh ahead okay of time. Yeah. I
1: thought. I thought because no, I thought you said you went no. at a non-peak time.
0: Non-peak time, which is had I only gone for the chicken sandwich, I could have walked. Oh, you mean more.
1: it took them a long time to get
0: ready? Yeah. Yeah. It's shocking. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: shocking that there could be any sort of issue with Popeye's service.
0: Oh, my gosh. And the, and the the funny thing, I wish I had a, a, a camera to record or just a voice recorder to record the conversation behind the counter uh, of the Popeye's employees. And um, I realized that everybody has their own problems. Mm-hmm. Right? They're just different, but God Almighty. It's, it's almost like I, I walked out of the Popeye's in Canton. And I was like, I was like, what am I doing in this town? That's what I felt like. <laughs> what? To get me, to get me a rundown. The <laughs> so what they were talking about. Uh, somebody was talking bad about one of the employees and about you're not going to do this with my kids or about my kids or something. And then they talked about going into Walmart or something else. And it's just a whole bunch of it's like a bunch of hens in there, man. Mm-hmm. God bless all of our men or women. Oh, God bless all of our women listeners, but. Mm-hmm. If you've ever worked in an environment with all women, it is very, it can be very contentious. Uh huh. Extremely.
1: Megan tells me about that all the time at Children's Healthcare. They're building, it's
0: its basically all women. And she's like, I can't stand it. We need some testosterone in there. See, I did it when I was in college, and that was that was probably a wake up call for me. I worked uh-huh. at an operations center uh, with uh, about 45 10 key encoders for a bank. And oh my gosh, it was just like, I mean, <laughs> You know, talk about, and I was so oblivious a lot, but I was like, "Man, these women are crazy, crazy." You Got man. an early glimpse into. Oh my gosh! Into and so the world. fortunately for me, I have you know, just a wife and a female dog. Yeah. Then Shelby's pretty cool. I mean, she's yeah. my dog, but you know, I, I anyhow. It, it it was a it was comical. It was like. I almost felt like I was in. um, Let me pick a. I got to be careful here. No, you don't. You don't have to be careful. I almost felt. Shoot straight. It was. It was like a caricature of North Mountain Georgia, like mountainy Georgia. And Canton's not really mountainous, but like yeah, it's got roots in that. But you are the foothills of the Appalachians up here, and I just felt. but God bless them. That's all I could say when I walked out. Is all right. I got my sa- so anyway. That's that's so a the long sandwich lead up. review. The sandwich review. All right. Uh, number one, I'm going to go ahead and say it was not worth the wait. Okay. It, like the hype is kind of. I mean, it's a chicken sandwich.
1: See, I heard that they changed it since the original release. That the chicken got smaller, the bun got smaller and less tasty, and even the pickles got smaller. I don't know if that's true. But I know when it came out, some people were like, "This is not what I had before."
0: Oh my gosh! I don't know. Well, I'm going to tell you what I had. It was it was big in the, and I don't I don't know if I winked at the lady behind the counter, but she was making the sandwich and she was like, uh, "One of those uh, pieces of meat was small, so I put two on there for you." And I was like, "Okay." Hey. Okay. I mean, what I mean, what am I going to say? No. Yeah. No, please don't. Yeah. So first of all, so. In spite of the long wait, the service I got was, was top notch. Okay? okay. So that says a lot for Popeyes. All right. Not very spicy. Like when I when I thought oh, it was. Oh you got the spicy bread. Yeah, of course, man. Why do you, I'm I'm a spicy guy. I go to Popeye's and get spicy.
1: hmm
0: um, it reminded me of eating Popeye's fried chicken, which is when oh, I good thing. when I that is a great thing, right? Mm-hmm. Because if you put if you say, if I'd said and I think we had this conversation before, I'm gonna go get some fried chicken. Mm-hmm. The first thing in my mind is not Chick Fil A, right? No. Mm-hmm. It, it just never—it's—it's it's, you know.
1: No, Chick Fil A is not fried chicken. It's Chick Fil A. That's the only way to describe <laughs> exactly, it. like exactly. It's, it's, it's just not the
0: same. So even, you know, this this whole. So, there are Chick Fil A fanboys, right? Mm-hmm. And and I think most of the fan people are fan girls for Chick Fil A. Mm-hmm. I just. I think it's just, just about
1: everybody I know that's ever eaten Chick Fil A, except for you. me. Yeah. yeah,
0: right. I mean, me and and Caleb Struckemeyer, but he's that's a he used to work at Zaxby, so he's uh, he's biased. But uh,
1: okay.
0: But if you, the sandwich was bigger than anything I'd seen at Chick Fil A, so mm-hmm. you know, it tastes like Popeyes fried chicken, which is the best fried chicken in my opinion, mm-hmm. fast food wise, or. I don't know if you can call Popeye's fast food, but you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, it is. QSR, right? Quick serve restaurant. Okay. Um, But, uh, yeah, I I would go back and get the sandwich. Mm -hmm. I would get it before I would get a Chick-fil-A chicken sandwich. Mm -hmm. If I was, you know, if I had, if I was... Trying to decide yeah, between one of the other, a
1: chicken sandwich.
0: but I'm not going out of my way to get a Popeye's chicken sandwich. You're not going to wait in a line not, or stab anybody. No, I'm not going out of my way to get any fast food. First of all, right? <laughs> so that's yeah, the, and I think I have to preface that. It's like I'm a huge eat at home person, mm-hmm. and and it's like uh, not that I'm anti fast food. I just, I just have you ever been to a fast food restaurant? and You see the amount of money you spend, and it's like, man, I could just go to a grocery store. And that's probably in quality. That's the thing. It's yeah.
1: like. I could I could make something, but in a lot of situations. Yeah, but yeah, I'm with you. So uh, worth trying. Um, yeah, I'll try it. I, I think I'm going to try the original, the regular one before the spicy, because okay. I'm a I'm a big fan of a chicken sandwich with mayonnaise and pickle.
0: Okay, I mean it was it was. But very, I
1: love spicy too. But I just want to start at the baseline and then work your way go to the there. next level. Okay. Yeah. I'll do it one of these days. I, I've just been turned off because I'm not. I'm not going to sit and wait for anything like you. Like I'm not. It's not that good to me. I don't think the potential is for it to be worth 20 minutes of my time, which might not seem like a lot, but 20 minutes is 20 in the middle. Minutes.
0: In the middle of a day when you're working. Yeah, yes, yeah, it is. A lot. It is yeah. right.
1: So one of these days I'll get there. And I was just waiting for people to settle down with it, which I guess they have. So I'm not seeing any Popeyes tweets. at you know, throwing shade, so and, I and guess no, it's settled no, down. Yeah, and no
0: chick fil clap back, right? Yeah. It's it, or or KFC trying to get into the mix yeah, guys. Who else did Taco Bell get in the mix? It was
1: um I think it Wendy's might have it was it was somebody that you were like, huh? I think it was Wendy's. It oh, was like, hey right. guys, don't forget about it and you're like, Wendy's
0: What? Do you eat, do you eat a Taco Bell? My kids love... Ta- Do they? I, you know what I call it? Ta- taco barf. Taco barf? I hate... I uh, mean, not ma- since, like, college. Yeah, exactly. As a matter of fact, when they opened up the taco barf at uh, East Cherokee and, and Highway 20, mm-hmm. I was so disappointed. I really wanted to go vandalize that place. <laughs> First, I mean, it just made me, it made me sick to my stomach that they, uh, they paid Paradise and then put up a taco barf. Put up a Taco Bell, yeah.
1: I mean, I hey, I do like the little cinnamon crisper things. No, no,
0: I'm nothing from those little things. No, I oh, I refuse to eat anything from Taco Barf. I refuse to eat any meat product from there. Do you know what it's labeled? It's like grade D meat, like just barely I'm sure. suitable for human consumption. I'm sure that's it's, what
1: they call it as meat product. It's yeah, not called beef.
0: Yeah. That's why I call it taco bar. Yeah. We're gonna... I loved it when I was in high school, though, man. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, you could get like a taco so for taco like... Taco 39 yeah. cents, right? Back in the day. At least, yeah. I, that's what and I Back remember. then, you didn't know if it was good or not. You you, just like, you were hungry, right? Yeah. I got 39 cents in the, in the change in my car. Yes, I'm going yeah. to get taco bar. Today, we eat like kings. king's. Yes. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I can get 25 tacos yeah. and eat my friends. It seems so much better than the home cooking that at home. Yeah. Now you look uh, at it, you're like, wait a second.
0: That, we just had it all backwards. Yeah. Speaking of of going out to eat, every time I, I pass uh, Young Ching's, uh, all I can think of is the jig is up. Oh, really? Yes. <laughs> you every, remember that? Every, that is the best story in the world. We'll tell that one day on the air, but uh, we'll protect yeah, the innocent Yen right Qing.
1: now. Ching, the Ching Mafia, their last their last ride up there. Yeah. So, um, are you a fan of tattoos? I'm not against tattoos. But I've considered getting one several times in my life.
0: But uh, um, how? When it comes to tattoos, is there is there like like we see? It's almost like this subculture of of oh for sure uh, where it's been popularized. I think in the NBA, I think is is the most mainstream. But we do see a lot in mm-hmm. the uh, NFL. Um, what? How many is too many? Is that? I mean, is that a what? Oh, see, that's a tough question.
1: And, and how many visible, I would say, okay. also. So in the core normal course, say you're wearing a short sleeve shirt and
0: shorts. In your jorts, if you're from Florida.
1: Yeah, I think, and a placement, too. I don't think anything above your collarbones looks good.
0: Right, no teardrops.
1: Right, no teardrops.
0: <laughs> no stars on your neck.
1: Yeah, none of that. No spider webs, in, you know, on your neck. Um, I... I think I'm not a fan of sleeves. Okay. Okay. That's another thing. I don't like sleeves. Um, I like... I like... If I... If I were going to get a tattoo, I'd either get it on the back of my bicep or on the back. Okay. Okay? All right. And... Or if it's sentimental, you can... You know, I, I respect that. What I don't like is people, sleeves all the way, neck, stuff like that. To me... You're not supposed to make judgments when you see people, but everyone does. Um, <laughs> if I see somebody that's just covered in ink, I just assume that they probably have not matured 100%. Or if they did, you know, maybe they did since they got that. But no well-rounded, adjusted individual to me is going to cover themselves in tattoos. Okay. And I guess it depends what the tattoos are
0: of. Also. Awesome. What about you? Um... It's funny you meant that that we this comes up because as I was leaving the, uh, leaving work today, I, I was going down the escalator and this guy coming up the escalator, and he had a bunch of tattoos and he, he kind of looked like a misfit. Mm-hmm. I mean that's the first thing I. I mean even if he didn't have tattoos, I probably would have said misfit. But mm-hmm. then I saw his tattoos, I was like, yes, yeah. misfit. That's <laughs> it. Right. So passing judgment. Yeah, that's me. I, I did it. Um, but I think as I walk away, I'm like. All right, whatever. I think we see it, and we, it's kind of like a lot of things, we we kind of grow numb to it. And I think when we were talking before we came on, it's like, uh, depends on what you're doing for a living, right? Yeah. If you're, uh, you know, if you're in a traditional eight to five job where you're interacting with certain segment of the population, I don't know if it's really okay to have tattoos on your face if you represent an organization, right? Right, right. right. Uh, man, if if you can throw a uh, football, uh, yeah, or if We're you sing, or you can dunk a basketball,
1: Mm-hmm.
0: right, or or put the ball in the hoop, or pick, dribble the ball and pick it up and then walk five steps and then dribble it again. <laughs> um, I guess it, I guess that doesn't matter as much. I mean, that's that's part of the culture. So I think it's I think it just it, for me. That's fine. I but I'm not I'm not anti-tattoo and I really yeah, think even. I think they can really there's a well-placed tattoos and well-done tattoos. Mm-hmm. Um I know my wife has talked about getting one mm-hmm. and I I would support that 100%. Um I just don't like the idea of something on my body that's that permanent. So for me um I'm 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 good with the the blemishes that God gave me. I'm yeah. not covering anything up for now, yeah. and and so that's uh that's that's where I stand. Uh, the full sleeve, I mean, I, I think that can be interesting, um, and I, I guess it's you know your background with hey my you know I've heard it's almost like an addiction to some people. It's and it's like oh I've got one, I've got two, I got mm-hmm. five. Look at these, and it's you know.
1: That's pricey too.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'd much rather buy garden tillers than Kentucky. T- 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 <laughs> but that, but I'm a you know, I'm like the uh, French hick from French Ricks. So <laughs> I don't, I don't know. I, I mean, that's yeah. yeah. I got no problem with them. I don't, I don't,
1: you know, no issue whatsoever. Um, I just think it's, it's when the the reason we talked about this is because I was talking about a. a freshman college freshman now in (laughs) football that in his junior year of high school was clean cut and within like a year now he's completely tatted up and he has blue dreadlocks and everything which nothing is dreadlocks but blue hair I mean regardless of who you are if you have blue hair that's that's again that's kind of a warning sign that just what what why like do you need attention like why are you doing this and then but but just to go from just normal to a hundred Cover yourself in tattoo, you know. Get some, get some fake teeth and all that stuff. To me, is not a sign of a, you know, a, not Well, and the most mature person in the world. I, I, when I see somebody like that, I think this probably guy's probably got some attitude problems.
0: Have you ever dyed your hair? Yeah, I bleached it in okay. high school. Yeah, so all right, so yeah. I mean, but uh, yeah, when I was sixteen. Okay, would you do it when you were nineteen? No, I wouldn't. Have. So I dyed my hair when I was 22. I mean, but, but it, that's what I wouldn't, do, I wouldn't, it's, I wouldn't it's, do that it's now. a total
1: package of everything put together and watching someone's behavior. Watching their whole image shift from what they were to something they think that they
0: want to be, that Come they on, want people you, to view you them as. Don't know that college is a time of expression, Daniel? Hey, I'm with you. <laughs> I'm with you. <laughs> Some right. people just go. Here's the thing. I know where you're coming with... Coming from, and I, I I agree with a lot of what you're saying. And some of this, this is playing devil's advocate, but uh, tattoos are so permanent. And when you're 22, and this is not to, to to you know dissuade or discourage anyone from getting a tattoo, but sometimes I don't think we understand the permanence of some things that we do, even right. not just tattoos, but even our actions. Yeah. Um. And and um, some of that stuff we can't get back. And sure, if those tattoos have meanings, I'm not here to, to dismiss that. But um, it's, uh, I don't know. Maybe maybe we should start uh, start off with a Henna tattoo and see see how you, how you like it before that wears <laughs> off. From there, uh, but you know, anyhow, it's him. to each his own, right? Yeah. This is a you know, and like I say, college is a place where where young people can really express themselves without um, you know without the oversight a lot of times of, of
1: Like you said,
0: permanent. That's the difference. Because there are a lot of times in
1: my life where something I would have liked to do or something that I did do, um, which probably was not the wisest move, Uh, it's quickly in the past. But if stamping yourself or your entire upper body is not something that you can say, in two years when you've matured and grown out of that phase, you can't just, let me take this off. You
0: know what uh, my college Sunday school said, and this is the last word I'm going to have on this. He goes, that hummingbird looks real cute when you're 21, but uh, it turns into a vulture when you're 61. <laughs> <laughs> Can we move on from this? Yeah. I want to go into a segment of Wait What. All right. We haven't done this in a year.
1: Yeah, we haven't had this in a while. So. But we got some new entries that are worthy of it.
0: This is from. Um,
1: Courtesy of.
0: Gym Man. G G-Y. one From. Oh, Bama Online.
1: Bama the Bama message boards. Back to the back to the well. This is
0: this G- never let us down in the past. Now, Jim Man's avatar is this like buff chest. So I, I assume Jim oh, Man. Yeah, he I assume he's, you know, getting um he's eating weights for breakfast, is it G-Y-M G-Y-M oh J Y N G Y M or J-I-M? G-Y-M. Okay, Gym. so he's obviously a health nut. Yes, extremely. I don't know how I can this is Jim Man's quotes, okay? Right. I don't know how I can And this keep was from, let's preface it, this okay. was right after the the
1: Iron Bowl. In the, in the immediate aftermath. So, when the, in the four to five hour immediately following it.
0: Carry on. I don't know how I can keep from causing, from cussing. This is bull, S H I, and then he just uses underscore. Number one, number one, and this is in cap, so he's shouting, right? Yeah. And he, yeah. Bama did not lose to Auburn. 45 45 is a tie. Can we stop right here? Yeah. What was the finals to the game? 48 45. Okay, I just because Jim man had me believe it was 45 a
1: tie. 45 When uh, was the last college game you saw in a in a tie I uh I
0: know tell you. they got
1: new rules at some point but it's No, it, I don't think they do I think now that the two-point conversion rule, it's yeah, just the yeah okay yeah. so there was no tie you
0: have but to, there, right. it was a tie because it's 45 45 No, right? but Jim man is uh, let's continue maybe he's got some good yeah work. okay the field goal will never count, as far as I'm concerned. Right now,
1: so in his personal record book.
0: So we we basically have to go against. We put the NCAA's record books and the SEC's record books against Jim Man's, right? Right. And Jim Man is the authority. And it's going to differ, yeah. Okay. All right. So so in his in his as far as he's concerned. Okay. Uh-huh. So in the Jim Man national national poll, Alabama's probably playing or should be playing this week. Yeah. All right. The time ran out. Oh. But there was one second left. If you put everything in slow motion, come on, question mark, question mark, question mark, question mark, question mark, question mark, question mark. He said,
1: come on, question marks? Yes. So he was asking, come on?
0: Yeah. yeah. Come on? Come on. No way, in caps. No way to get a playoff. Impossible. But even if Auburn is capable of doing the, uh, let's go back to caps. Impossible. Who's supposed to kick the ball? It's a 51-yard kick. The kicker, (laughs) the holder, and the long snapper were all on the sidelines. Give me a underscore U-C-K-I-N-G break. The point is Alabama was the better team. It was Auburn. It was at Auburn. Bama had more first downs, 28-23. to Uh Bama had more passing yards, 235 to 173. Bama had a 50% edge in top in, in, oh, I'm, I'm sorry, in time of possession, all right? 36 minutes to 24. Mm-hmm. Are you getting all these stats? Mm-hmm. This is this is gold here. Nothing but the facts. Rushing was even. On a neutral field, it's a two touchdown difference.
1: Yeah, because because home and neutral field which typically betters than everyone Gives about a three-point edge for home field advantage. Right.
0: But according to Jim Guy, it's a two-touchdown yeah. difference. So, uh, not to mention it was Mac' first real start. I assume he's talking about the quarterback. Mm-hmm. All right, so now we're making excuses. Yeah. Okay. No way he throws two pick sixes again. Right. 21-point yeah. flip. Wait, two. Two picks. 21 points. Okay. I guess he's saying that... <laughs> they were about to score. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Did I mention four third down penalties leading to over a hundred yards and two touchdowns? I'm telling yo, I, I assume he meant yep. you. Yeah, I'm telling yo, they play that game ten. He he's got ten and then I'ms after it. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm tra- maybe he's just so frustrated mm-hmm. he didn't. I, I I'm a victim of of not spell checking. Okay, so I, I gave it. But ten I'ms, ten imes. <laughs> on a neutral field. Bama wins at least eight. Okay. Yeah. Now, can I state the obvious? Okay. You don't have to be the best team. You had to, to be win the a best, game. best team that day. Yeah.
1: Right? And you don't have to be the best team. You just got to make more plays. That's and it. Score more
0: points. Okay? All right. That's pretty bad. All right? That that. I mean, Jim, man, he's upset. Okay? Can we talk about uh, Bama since 1983? Yeah. All right. So here's someone who, if, if your name is Bama since 1983, I assume... If you were born in '83, maybe you don't know any better. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But if you were been a fan since '83, you probably you probably know the Mikes. Yeah. And so for all the Bama fans that don't know the Mikes, let me let me refresh your memory. Mm-hmm. Mike Debose, Mike Price, mm-hmm. Mike Shula. Yeah. Okay. Those are all your the, head the coaches. Mics. Yeah. The Mikes. Okay. Uh, so Bama since 1983. His the title of his rant is I want to be put in contact with someone at Alabama. mm mm-hmm. I need to talk to someone bad. I know an official that was at the Iron Bowl. I know something that would be beneficial to to staff at the university. Mm-hmm. Okay. So there's a conspiracy. Conspiracy. A C O N. Conspiracy. All right. So.
1: What do you do when you have information like that? You go to the message board, and that's where someone's probably going to put you directly in contact with Nick Saban. Yes. Because message board people, notoriously, they know, they do, they know, they have direct connections. He would go on, I didn't send it to you, but he would go on to talk about how at the end of the first half when the field goal came the refs weren't sure whether to start the clock or stop it or not, so they just decided not to start it. And then another situation where there was a, it might have been a penalty or something, and, oh yeah, there was, a, there was a play where an Alabama player got mugged, and three of the referees knew it was pass interference, but they didn't throw their flag, they held it up together, and the head ref said, they told them that was pass interference, and he said, forget about it. Forget about Move it. Move on. Forget Get about, about it. it. You, you ain't seen nothing. There was no flag. There was no foul. <laughs> right. Exactly. That's, that's what we're talking about here. <laughs> yeah.
0: So. If, conspiracy if theories abound. If I didn't know any better, I would think this was Georgia Tech talking about <laughs> losing to Georgia. Uh, uh, okay. So, I mean, there's more of this. uh, uh so after the loss, right? We yeah. we we get. Uh, uh, they got out coached, according to a lot of their fans. Miss uh, Miss Bama Bo said he is becoming our Bobby Bowden. Yeah, Nick Saban. Yeah, Nick, Nick Saban. Okay. Nick uh, Saban, the greatest coach in college football history,
1: is becoming their Bobby Bowden because seriously? because they went ten two, and <laughs> yeah in their 12th season in a row row of being ranked at number one at some point. So 12 years straight, they've been number one at some point during the season and won 10 games every time. And, okay, you lose Dylan Moses, you lose Tua, blah, blah, blah. You lose by a field goal to Auburn, (laughs) and that means he's Bobby Bowden. And you lost to LSU, which is the number two team in the country. Right. So you lost to LSU – and then you lost at Auburn without your starting quarterback by three points, and that means Saban's he's washed up. He's, he's washed, washed up, up. yeah. He's washed up.
0: According there was a to lot these of fans. That. Yeah. So one more, and and this is UA 951. All right. Wait, what? Okay. After all the facts you just said about Nick Saban, okay. Yeah. All the facts, right? UA 951 says there needs to be a purge tomorrow of at least half of the assistants. And a rethink of all facets of the program. Can we stop right here? <laughs> yeah. Now, um, I'm willing to bet that UA951 has the same college coaching record that I do. Probably. Right. We're both 0. up as college yeah. head coaches. Okay. Yeah. So let's, I mean, all right. Okay. Okay. We digressed the entire... We digressed that more than anything
1: else because when I read that, I immediately assume... We digressed. Oh, you changed the topic? You changed the conversation? <laughs> or did you regress, you inbred backwards? It's just that, that, to me, it's so funny when people say that, which, it, okay, it's a similar word, but when you say we digressed
0: on the season, you're yes. like, oh,
1: you changed paths? Okay, right, okay. Because that's
0: what you say in the conversation, right? When oh. you get off track, like I do a lot, yes, I, I digress. digress. Right. The entire season on defense and continue to play mistake-prone, undisciplined football. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Okay. I mean, I I guess. Sure. Either our players are not intelligent. Huh? The players are not intelligent. Mm -hmm. Okay. They're just dumb. Yeah. Yeah, This means they're dumb. That's what he's saying, right? Yeah. Dumb football players. Okay. Yeah. Enough to run our system or our system is too complicated and needs to be changed. Right. All right. It needs to change. I'm sorry. Let Let me get this direct quote. Alright. Recruiting needs to reevaluate how we assess players from a mental competitiveness. Mental competitiveness. Competitiveness. Mental competitiveness standpoint. Yeah. We need more mentally strong alphas. Mm-hmm. Not just people who can run fast and lift weights. There you go. Problem Our problem strength solved. and conditioning program needs to benchmark itself against the best but I thought you were the best. Right.
1: That's the thing is that our system either needs to be changed or players are not intelligent. Okay, your system has been a machine for 12 years. Do you think it's the system? Or do you think it might be the inexperience and the youth on defense and the injuries and that you weren't recruiting quite as well? Not even that they weren't recruiting as well, it's this they were up here at a level way above everyone and other people have risen. Alabama, Ohio State, LSU, Georgia have risen. Everybody. Right. So it's not he doesn't have such a significant talent gap that he once did. And and if you want to see an example of it, look at Clemson and the ACC. That's kind of where Sabin and Bama were to most of the country for the last decade. Yep. But in the last three, four, five years you've had a few teams like uh, like Clemson, like Oklahoma, I wouldn't say talent wise but but their system has has brought them up. But Ohio State has similar talent. George has similar talent. LSU has similar talent. And then you know even Auburn to an extent and Florida State. So has,
0: has there ever been any empire in the entire world that has lasted forever? Uh, other the, than the Alabama Saban dynasty? Yeah, exactly. That's I mean, the let, thing. Let's 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 take this to a macro level. The Roman Empire. Right. The great Greek civilization. And the Roman Empire, no one would have ever said, thought that that could come back. I mean, could you think if, if any of the Caesars had come back to see what Rome looks like now or Italy looks like now, they'd say what? Or just think of, here's one, the United States at some <laughs> point is going to fall. Yes. And yes. be no more. And, right.
1: And, right. The, the University of Alabama, like you said, they've forgotten the mics. You, so you've had this run for the last 11 years. That's not... And you had Bear way back in the day, God bless you, and Gene Sullivan was yeah. good. You've had some lean times. You're not just, it's not just a given, and you're, you're right to be in the playoff every year, which they seem to think it is. And it's so how quickly they turn and they're so spoiled. And we've mentioned it, they're so spoiled, Alabama fans. And as soon as there's a little adversity, they just lose their ish. And it's just like,
0: dude. I love it it's great I love it it's great it makes that remember when Georgia lost that uh, opening season football game and the caller went in and I, he was irate about Mark Rick and had to go when he mm-hmm. was like losing his stuff that these Alabama fans make that guy look very tame very rational yeah, mm-hmm. extremely rational yes yeah. I, I, I love it I absolutely love uh, I don't love you know I don't like well actually I do like seeing Alabama lose I'll go I over do here. too and yeah. uh, but what I like more is these fans wallowing. And no one deserves it more. Oh, couldn't I mean, happen they've, to they've a better people. They've had so
1: good for so long, and you just see how childish they are when they don't get their way. It's like my three-year-old when he, his favorite Lego gets taken away and he melts down on yep. the floor. Uh, That's what we're witnessing. Yes.
0: Today. Adults. Except for, Adults. You know, I mean, I'm
1: guessing they are. They have to be, you know, old enough to pay him with a credit card to get a subscription, so... <laughs> Yeah, I don't think they're children but they sure a
0: lot of them act like it is it I mean to our benefit to our you want to talk American. about the decline of the American civilization I mean we're, we're yeah we're, we're looking at it yeah yeah exactly oh my gosh so well, that's that's all I got uh, this week I, 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 hopefully you hung around for a little bit of humor and you found some humor in that if if you dislike Alabama as much as we do then uh, we mm-hmm. we hope you got some value out of that mm-hmm
1: then just just Enjoy their pain. That's that's what you gotta you know. Take take advantage of when you can because there's no there's no telling. Despite half of them saying the game is past Nick's saving by and, you know, he's Bobby Val uh, chances are that in the next two to three years they're gonna be right back in where they were.
0: Unless Nick leaves and then yes. he's gonna just play you're gonna miss me when I'm gone as yeah. he's walking out the door. Yeah.
1: And they will, but they think that whoever comes next is just going to pick right up where he left off, which zero percent chance nope, that nope, happens. Nope,
0: nope, 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 nope. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for hanging out with us. Uh, we should be back next week with a follow-up edition, yeah. but don't yeah. hold us to that. Uh, Christmas is coming. We'll uh, we'll hand out. Hopefully, next time we're around, we'll will we'll, I'll be able to hand out lumps of coal, uh, or uh, Christmas treats and Christmas cheer. Uh, also, uh, just to remind you guys that no one has answered the riddle. Why why do birds fly upside down over the state of Alabama? All right, tweet yeah, us, direct tweet, question. or just tag us in your answer, uh, the role players, at the role players one on Twitter. Uh, that's the number one, at the role players and the number one followed by the S players. We hope you all have an excellent weekend. We hope you all are getting... Uh, a lot of Christmas cheer and excitement about the season. Mm-hmm. And, um, man. warm weather. Oh. Well, I don't know about warm weather. How about a little Warmer snowfall? Warmer, How about a little snowfall? Out of here. Bah humbug. Huh. Ah. You we'll got part of it. Once again, we are the role players. I am Art Mosley. He is. Daniel Allen. Our opinions don't matter. You guys have a great week.